Hey everyone, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for our anime jam session with DJ Ranma S and Kuro Usagi. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 11 of Anime Jam Sessions. I am your host, DJ Ranma S. And I'm your co host, Kuro Usagi. And I know we have been around for the past couple of weeks, most of the parts of. Stuff's been going on, and we couldn't just devote time like we used to pull off the ep- past couple of episodes, so... Not to mention I've been sick again, back and <laughs> forth, so... I'm going to take, uh, take you to another vet. I think I just have to take vitamins. <laughs> I'm going to take you to another vet. That's what I'm going to do. No, I might be allergic to Momo. Do you want a guinea pig? Do you think you might be able to adopt her? Are you kidding me? I can't have a guinea pig. We'll get a... I'll Why get a, not? Uh, the lease he, says no pets. And besides, I'd sooner get a cat before I get a guinea pig. There is nothing wrong with guinea pigs. And I don't like cats that much. They don't like me for some reason. I love cats. That's all I gotta say. I love them to death. Blah. <laughs> the only cat I will ever love are tigers. Those are the big cats. That's it. Well, alrighty then. Now, before we continue on, there's a couple of shout-outs I forgot to mention in the last podcast. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to Scott Roomsamir at VGCast for doing that awesome drawing for my friend, Doc Sakura. And the peeps over at uh, Geek Nights Podcast. You know, the ones that we met over at um, Kino Kinea. Yeah. yeah, I think they saw me, but I never said who I was. Oh. I don't remember if I did or oh, not. Oh, <laughs> did you go to did you go to the event at Kinokuniya last Saturday or something like that? You know what? I did not because I. <laughs> I'll tell you a funny story about that because you did remind me. Mm-hmm. Um, when I went to Japan Day on Sunday, yeah, I got the wrong impression. I thought they were doing it on Sunday when, in fact, they had done it the day before, and I didn't know because I was working. Mm. So I went there to Japan Day, and I went to the bookstore thinking, oh, I'm going to go see Hal Callie, and they're not there, and it's all quiet. So I got myself a beef bowl and, like, bought two movies. <laughs> How much were the beef bowls? Um, I think it was about four or five bucks. I may have but I didn't try didn't, one. I didn't know if I had to microwave it or not. I was just so hungry. I hadn't eaten all day because um, I expected to to get the samples anyway you're bad you didn't come to japan day shame on you well i wasn't even in the state i know shame 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 that's not my fault for those of you guys who do live in the um manhattan area um june i think it was june 1st they had a big event called japan day um they had they actually had an interesting looking android like it was a humanoid figurine she Mm -hmm. looks she looked very real, but you could tell, but it wasn't real enough to not think it was an animatronic. Mm. So, but it it was kind of creepy to me. I don't know if anybody else thought it was, but I heard her talk and I was like, uh. Eep. Yeah. And I got there late and I didn't get any samples, but I did get um their tea. They had like canned tea, but. That's good. Were... That's good. But no dumplings or no noodles. I mean, and. <laughs> So, but I did get to see how Callie actually, um, hmm? I happened to find them in the, in the backstage cause it is outside. It was in central park. So it was huge. And they were backstage and these people came by them. So I took the opportunity to run over them and take a picture with them. Great. So their songs are awesome. 
I went to Japan Day last year. I, you know, I'm walking around. It, it, it's like I was really appealing to the older generation of Japanese people because I was walking around as Ranma, and and I'm hearing people go, "Ooh, Ranma!" Left and right. I'm like, huh, "Hey, hi," you know. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that though. Really, I wasn't. I was actually my first, and I had to make a make a um make a note not to get up so late in the morning. Uh, <laughs> did you cosplay as Usagi Tsukino? No, actually, I did wear a nice blouse and capris, but I made the mistake of wearing um my shoes, my heel shoes, because I didn't have anything to match with it. And this is why I hate being a female, because everybody has to have times when they want to match. So I'd rather be a tomboy. That's why you don't see me wear a lot of dresses. Okay. Yeah, it was a murder on my feet. So I ended up going to CVS and buying a pair of flip-flops. But my feet looked awful. <laughs> There's a CVS near um, Central Park? No, I. what happened was I had to... Well, I had to get out of Central Park and get to the bookstore. So I didn't mm-hmm. know what train to take. So I had oh, to okay. walk to the train station... Um, but there was a CVS before the train station, and I went to go get some flops there. Oh, okay. Oh, I th- you over on over by Fifty Ninth Street, right? Don't ask me if I remember streets. <laughs> I don't, because I did not know how how huge Central Park was until I went there, because I was on the opposite side, and I had to take mm. a cab all the way to the other side, mm. and that cost me about fifteen dollars. <laughs> Never again. This is why like... you look up your information online and you print it out and you stick it in your back pocket. Give me a printer, why don't you? You got 70 bucks, I'll get you one. Wait till I get my next paycheck. I'm, I, we may have a couple of printers on clearance at my job, I will check. Yeah, I'll give you $70. I think I might have one for clearance for under 50 who knows? Oh my god, and you know what? There, was, um, there were a couple of other um, musical guests yeah. And there was, I cannot remember this band's name. I hate myself. There were two bands whose name I can't remember. I think one was a go-go girl band and the other one was more, um, they were interesting. That's all I got. I have to mm. say. They were interesting. But the guy, there was a guy, he kind of looked like Peter Tatara. Mm-hmm. And that was the host for the, the TM Revolution um, interview. Yeah. The guy was jumping around and like dancing and it was the weirdest I don't know. I guess he was rapping. Oh, you're talking but... about Brian Nishi? Nishki? Brian Nishi? Is that his name? Yeah, the guy that I hosted think it was the Brian. Yeah, the guy that hosted the TMR uh interview was Brian Nishki. or Nishki. Oh. It wasn't Peter Tatar. Where did I get Tatar from? And then it has to be him because I think I heard them say Brian, but I didn't know if he was part of yeah. a band. No, he's a local uh voice actor, I believe. I'm gonna have to look up now mm. because I saw I saw this guy because he looked exactly how do you spell his last name? N I S H K I something like that. N I S H I I or N I S H K I was it Nishki? K I I believe. Cause I'm getting Law and Order. <laughs> if it if it's Japanese, if you look Japanese, then that is it Nishiki. Probably so. Hmm. I'm not really getting it. Oh well, I want to figure it out. We'll probably see. But it was it was interesting because I think that was the guy. But I didn't know he was in a in a in a band. Mm. 
So at least that's what he looked like. And I wanted to ask him, but I didn't get a chance to. Uh, so, but um, I did take pictures. So if it looked to you like it was him, I will be posting them up. Okay, that's good. But um, now that we got that out of the way, let's take a quick musical break. And when we come back, we'll cover all the articles, the basic articles that we have, and see if we can wrangle ourselves a third person because slow news week is slow. Very, very slow. Yar. <laughs> この
Alrighty, people. Before we get into this podcast, I have some late breaking news. I hope you have music for this. Alright, people. Before we get into tonight's episode, late breaking news. We have late breaking news. Yes. Jack Thompson walks out on hearing bar recommends enhanced disbarment. Here is a quick but brief recap. Ever since the GTA 3 Liberty City San Andreas games that came out, Jack Thompson believes that there should be map bans on video games. All the violence from GTA stems from this. I think it's purely bullshit, but that's just my personal opinion. He's been jumping on lawsuits, trying to file lawsuits against various video game companies, including Take-Two Interactive, to stop on games like Bully and GTA 4. Now, all that's been thrown out, and people think he's a freaking crackpot. So now, if he's going to continue to do any lawsuits or any lawyering, he has to have a second lawyer sign off on everything. Now, he basically has a quote-unquote bar hearing that was set up for today, June 4th, about his fate. And pretty much during this entire disciplinary hearing, he walked the fuck out. Not a very smart move, but, you know. Hey, you know what's really scary? What is scary? He looks like, um... Um... Uh, 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 uh... Yeah, John Stewart's evil twin. How dare you insult John Stewart? I'm not trying to insult. I said evil twin. Yeah, but that even that is an insult. Eh, I know. I'm sorry. You're not sorry. Heard that before. Yeah, I know. But, but hey, everybody rejoice, rejoice. He is gone. <laughs> Almost there. They recommend enhanced disbarment. So we'll find out in a few days to a few weeks if he'll be barred for about 10 years from practicing law in the state of Florida. He's oh, it's in Florida? Yeah, he's already been disbarred, I believe, in Alabama or Georgia. Oh, wow. Okay, here's a quick article. This is straight off of Kotaku.com. Jack Thompson walks on hearing, bar recommends enhanced disbarment. Now, I'm not reading this whole article, but basically... Yeah, it's Florida, very long. Yeah, the Florida Bar asked for an enhanced disbarment in disciplinary action hearing of Jack Thompson held earlier today. The recommendation means that Thompson will be disbarred and prohibited from applying to practice law again for 10 years, according to the 11th Judicial Circuit of Florida, Unisigler spokesperson said. Thompson's disciplinary hearing apparently ended in the attorney walking out of the courtroom after saying the judge did not have the authority to hear his case, a reader who sat in on the hearing told Kotaku. The case proceeded without Thompson's presence, and the Florida Bar issued its recommendation for enhanced disbarment. Judge Dava Tunis' specific recommendations for sanctions will be included in her official report to be due to the Florida Supreme Court by September 2nd. Before walking out of the classroom, Thompson filed what he called Thompson's formal objection to June 4th sanctions hearing. In the rambling 4,500-word objection, Thompson questioned Tunis' ability to preside at his hearing, calling her incompetent and arrogant, threatening to have her removed from office in the days and weeks ahead. He also went on to call people that run the Florida bar fascists and denied that he was involved in some sort of petty culture war. Face it, dude, you are in a petty culture war, and what you just said basically sealed your fate, you bastard. Yeah, I'm kind of enjoying the... I didn't read the whole thing, mm-hmm. but according to but like you said, um, that 14-page objection, mm-hmm. 14 pages he's writing, 
trying to condone um, um, the um, Judge Tunis and as well um, pretty much writing off on how he's not going to get disbarred and he can he can take six of the seven Supreme Court mm-hmm. officials off. Yeah. I mean, please. I think he's living in his own little world. Well, he is. I mean, yeah. I see at the end here, he says, I am guilty of being right and ahead of the curve when it came to Howard Stern as the Grand Theft Auto. Because I took on a bar complaint at Cardenas, the Howard Stern shows off terrestrial radio and his influence diminished. Because I took on his cop-killing, woman-bashing video game, the presidential race is now addressing the issue of this particular video game. Try to get me disbarred. Go ahead. Do your worst, referee tunes. I'll continue to do my best. Okay. First off, he's talking right out of his ass. Because number one, I don't see how he was connected to Howard Stern getting him off to off normal radio. Sirius gave him a better deal to go on go on satellite radio. That's number one. Number two, yeah, he went. He went. Remember, see, he went toe to toe with Ice T over his cop killing um albums and so forth. That didn't stop. Really? Yeah, that was him. He was the man behind it. But that, that did not stop other rappers and artists to talk about basically what Ice T started. So yeah, you kill. It's like with weeds. You kill one and two more pop right up. <laughs> I don't see how the presidential race is addressing this particular game. The only person in this presidential race that was going to, was dealing with it, for, to my knowledge, was Hillary Clinton. But as you can see, Obama won that. But still, that's, a little, that's another side that we're not going to get into because this is not political chat here. After Why what can't it be? Hmm... <laughs> mm, but yeah, try to get me this. Disp- okay, he, this kid's done. He's done. At this point, Jack Thompson is is talking shit out of his own ass. So, you know, <laughs> hey, whatever. Hey, Jackie Poo, you're done, kid. You are done. Nobody's really going to take you serious. It, it's, whatever you say, people are going to look at it with a grain of salt. <laughs> and now that we got that out of the way... We can actually get to the actual discussions that we that we have going on for tonight's episode. Okay. Did oh, you get enough Thompson out of your system then? Yeah, and I just realized something. I got to talk about Wizard mm-hmm. World Philly, but I'll save that for later. Okie dokie. Uh, now, shall we move on to some of the articles? Uh. Yeah, actually, I did have something to mention earlier, but you made me forget, and I wanted to tell you it's all your fault. How is it my fault? It's your fault. He's not. Matter of fact, was it real, Philly? Let me sum it up. <laughs> okay, Go ahead. No, don't give me a chance to talk. It's okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It ain't going to take long, okay? <laughs> you would think from the people that run Wizard World Magazine, Anime Insider, and Toy Fair, you'd have like this big, massive comic book gathering. Pfft, no. Really? No. So what'd you do? Besides selling stuff, I hung out. I went to the costume contest, which was really sad in itself. Seven cosplayers got up on stage, and it was based on public appeal. I beat out an Iron Man cosplayer, and I'm dressed as Luigi. I would have guessed he would have gotten a bigger pop, which he did. My pop was almost as big as his, but I advanced to the finals. Oh, that's good. Eh, it was all right. From what <laughs> I can tell, 
I've been to a few comic book conventions. It, it, the traffic wasn't even all that great. It reminded me of Friday of New York Comic Con for all three days. Oh. And it wouldn't surprise me if a lot of the vendors ended up breaking even at that time. I know a few probably made a killing, but I know the majority from the way the traffic was breaking even. Okay. I mean, let's see. 28 bucks for one day or $48 for the full weekend? Eh. I mean, really, if you really are a comic book enthusiast, Wizard World Philly's up your alley. And plus the fact that they have Wizard World LA, Texas, Chicago. I mean, not for nothing. If it was me and I'm a comic book fan, I'd save my cash and go straight to New York Comic Con. But granted, I think a lot of people show up for like the various autographs and stuff, but that's just not me. I'm not up for it. <laughs> I wouldn't blame you. Mm -hmm. Oh, you suckered me into going to anime next. That's what I wanted to tell you. How did you end up doing that? Because I'm good like that. Uh, I guess. But. But what? Uh, I don't know. I will come up with a rebuttal eventually. That's all I have to say for now. And I'll be here. I know you will. You don't have a choice. Sadly, yeah. Now, along with the news articles that we have going on, mm -hmm. um, there are a couple of things I'm excited about that yeah. I haven't posted in the news, but I will get to that later. All right. Um, it is in regards to Anime Next, by the way. Mm. Um, as far, let's see, what should I talk about to you guys now? Okay. I have something. It's mm -hmm. in reference to the new Street Fighter game. Ooh. Um, there is an anime coming out. Um, actually, the Gigazine, Eurogamer, and the Kotaku website, they posted images from a 2D anime promotional video for the home version of the much-anticipated Street Fighter... I think this is 4. Street Fighter 4. I know my Roman numerals. Um, while the press promotional video, um, while the press promotional video itself will not be in the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 versions of the game, the similar anime photo footage would be included to portray the backgrounds of the game characters. That's um, good. But the ones in the arcade, they still use the frames. Mm. So there hasn't been any more details other than that. But you can also, um, we will provide the the site link to see the. The actual footage images from the game they look it looks really good yeah have you seen it i've seen the, the trailer the, the teaser trails have been flowing but i haven't seen anything else though but i am excited i am looking forward to it because the big joke was that capcom couldn't get pat couldn't count the three because you had street fighter street fighter 2 street fighter 2 champion edition street fighter 2 hyper fighting Super hyper street fighting. that one I haven't heard of. Yeah, that came right after Champion Edition. Hyper fighting was like the glitched out uh, Street Fighter game where, if you were certain, like, for example, if you were a Blanca and you bit somebody, if you did Ryu Shora Yukin motion, Blanca would turn into a blue and green Ryu and do the Shora Yukin and take three quarters of your life. It was also like homing fireballs, homing sonic booms. That's where the yoga teleport came from. A lot of stuff. 
It was also known as Bootleg Street Fighter 2. Or Street Fighter oh. 2 Rainbow Edition. I see. But some of these shots, I'm telling you, this game looks really interesting. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a big change from, you know, the 2D animation. But this is just like, and to me, it's an enhanced version of Street Fighter 2. Because the characters, it looks like the attack, the attacks are all the same to me. From what I remember in playing that game. Yeah, but... A lot of the same attacks. Mm-hmm. But but um um the Hadoken yeah. that Ryo uses mm-hmm. um, Ryo, it looks so badass in this in these images. They they actually did a still image of him using yeah. using the power. And it's about one, two, three, four, five still shots. Yeah, I see them. Of... So I like it. Yeah, it's not a tweaked Street Fighter 2 because this is an actual sequel because not all the original characters are coming back. As far as I remember no, correctly, no, no, no. Ken, Ryu, Chun-Li, Bison is returning. I looked at the Capcom website. I see Dan Hibiki there, so he's probably returning too, you know. But they did announce a few new characters though. Okay. It's just that I'm just reminded of the fight styles mm-hmm. from the old characters. That's why I said that. As I said, it looks like an enhanced version. Nothing else, really. Uh, but, yeah. So, so definitely, we'll provide the link for you, um, for you guys to take a look at the pictures, and definitely tell us what you think, if you guys like it. Like it, hate it, love it, hate it, hate it, like it more, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just let us know. But, I think, I don't know, it's, I don't know if it's me or you, but Ken, Ken looks like his eyebrows got bushier. His Are you trying is... to make a connection to Rock League? No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. They just look. To me, I see, I like see, but his eyebrows always hair. been a little bit bushy. I mean, they just put a little. It's more, more noticeable. Yeah, they just put. Yeah, that's what they did. It is. It just looks like like. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I I still think I see Ryu when I look at his face. That's good. So. Yeah. Oh, are you going to go see the Bleach movie? No, but before we continue on, at the end of this article, oh. it says, Producer Yoshinori Ono also indicated that famous anime studios producing these sequences, but he has not announced the details yet. It wouldn't surprise me if it's Gainax that's doing the sequence. What is it? Gainax. They did Ava, Footy Cody. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Now, as for the Bleach movie, I'm not going because I'm stuck at work. You suck. You swallow. I don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Remember, this is a show. We're going to have to be careful if we're going to talk about any more stuff. <sighs> we can slightly get away with it. But anywho, Bleach, <laughs> I, I know why you're asking me about the Bleach movie because Tide Kudo. Because I'm going next week. You're going? That's why. Yep. Well, good for you. <laughs> don't get lost this time. No, I won't. I promise. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so just tell us who exact, why exactly am I going. Because I want to be in that theater for one, but there are other reasons. It's a nice theater. I've seen a few movies there. But um, Bleach designer uh, Masashi Kudo to appear at New York City's movie opening of Bleach the Movie, Memories of Nobody, on June 11th. Um, producer Ken Hagino, who did Flame of Record, Sayuki, and Yu Yu Hakusho, which, by the way, was the only anime to give Dragon Ball Z a run for its money when they were, when it was on Japanese television back in the day. But anywho, 
and a costume version of the character Khan will join Kudo at the Regal Union Square Stadium 14 Theater at 7 o'clock. The first 100 attendees at the theater's June 11th showing will receive a bleach armband from Great Eastern Entertainment. Kudo, Hagino, and director Noriyuki Abe will also appear in the behind-the-scenes featurette that will play in participating theaters next Wednesday and Thursday. In addition... I love New York. <laughs> in addition to the Bleach television series and movies, Kudo designed the characters for the Arabella done by an alternate world story, The Wings of Reen, and oversaw the animation episodes of Aquarian Age, Sign for Evolution, Planet Test, and Witch Hunter Robin. NCM Fanta... Fathom is organizing the two-day nationwide screenings of the first film spin-off based on Tide Kubo's supernatural fighting manga. And I think this is the same people to help organize the Death Note movie, too. Yeah, mm. it is. Thought so. And I'm definitely going to go find that, 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 clone pl- that clone plushie, you know. Don't molest it. I will not. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to give him a hug. Okay. A big hug. Mm-hmm. Big squeezable hug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but hopefully, hopefully in that case, um, if I'm lucky, I will make it on time because I didn't make it on time the last time. Mm-hmm. But when I went to go see Death Note, I got there a couple of minutes late. But now I know my way there, and I was gonna go. I was actually gonna go to Clearview Cinemas but when they announced that um he was gonna be there. Yeah. I changed my mind. <laughs> It's the only reason, and the only reason why I was going to go to Clearview, because down the street, they had this really, really good bakery. And after watching Death Note, I went over to the bakery and bought myself, like, this really, I forgot what they call it. I think it's, like, Eclair? Yeah. Mm. I bought an Eclair. Oh, okay. It was good. <laughs> I hate myself for having such a taste for sweets at that moment. Couldn't help it. But, yeah, I'm going to be there, and I wish you were there, too. This will be the second time I'll be out there and you're not there. Hey, work summons. There's nothing I can do about it. Oh, there's something that you can totally do about it. Right. Okay. Speaking of which, mm-hmm. um, um, speaking of Death Note, I know I've been like Death Note-y like, ever since I started the podcast, but it's been very big out here in Japan. E- I'm sorry, in the U.S. Even though everyone knows about it, it's made a bigger indent into into um the u.s um basically it's it's pretty much the amount the report of how many people actually attended the movie yeah and according to variety variety japan new source reports that over sixty-five thousand people watched the first death note live action film adaptation in 300 theaters on both may 20th and the 21st um by contrast over six thousand people in 166 american theaters watched um um, watch Viz Media's first foray into the nationwide digital theater distribution, which when they had um, Naruto, the first movie, um, Ninja Clash in the Land of Snow. Um, also, and this was on June 6th, the Viz Pictures Director of Marketing, Manami Iboshi, noted that the F- the NCM Phantom Promotional Agency had the Death Note film trailer running in theaters across the nation for a, a month before the screenings. So I did hear people say that um, when they went to go see Iron Man, they did have a, um, a preview for Death Note. Mm. Um, some other movies, yeah, they did the promotional tra- trailer for that. Um, the, re- the film reportedly sold about 20,000 tickets in advance and about 40,000 tickets on screening days. 
Biz Pictures has begun exploring the possibility of releasing the second live-action film, Death Note, The Last Name, which isn't surprising because they are. They already announced it at the end of the movie that they would bring it out. Mm. Uh, this is going to be in fall after the first movie ships on DVD on September 16th. And as we discussed before, next week on the 6th, it's going to be um, Bleach the Movie, Memories of Nobody. So those who haven't gotten their ticket yet, you can go to Phantom Events and purchase that in advance. And you know what to do. Um, let's see what else. Well, that's pretty much it. But so far, it's doing very, very well in the States. Um, 800,000 copies have been sold in the United States. And that goes for all um, 12 volumes of the manga. Um, Death Note, another note novel, spent three weeks in the top 10 in the science fiction novel category. And it sold about 200,000 copies in Walmart and other nice. retailers. And it consistently ranks in the top five in anime sales charts. Um, they are actually, which is funny because in another another bit of piece of um, Death Note news, they're actually going to make a, they are considering, um, they're actually, uh, Vertigo Entertainment, the people that brought you the Grudge mm-hmm. of Dark Water, they're developing a possible remake of um, the Death Note series, which I can't say I'm happy or I don't know if I'm happy or sad about it because they just brought the live mo- action movie out here. Um, as far as person, everyone's already um, saying Zach Efron should be no. Kira or like why not? <laughs> I make a motion that any live at any anime or video game is going to be an actual movie. Anyone that ever did High School Musical one, two, or Filming three are banned from being involved in any of those projects. Why? Because, because they're from High School yep. Musical. That's not an unfair statement. This is like the same girl who did the um, Power Ranger character for like a while, and she never could get any work after it's fine that. But for me. it's not like that. Well, let's just put it this way. Um, I don't know. I don't think. I think it's kind of. I don't want to say that he can't play Kira. In fact, a lot of people have been posting pictures. Mm-hmm. If you go on um, ZachEfronIsKira.com, no. you can see all the similarities. No. I'm serious. No. I, it was it was a funny. Shut up. Uh. <laughs> it was it was funny because all the pictures that they had, like him dressing up, it looks similar to um, pictures of like you got me. I'm not agreeing that he should be Kira. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that basically, um, you can't you can't write him off just because he's in high school. I just musical. did the, the, you know what I'm saying. He could have potential that you may not see in care. the movie. I'm not saying he's gonna be a bad actor. I know you don't care, but I'm letting you know how I feel. Um, people who think they should choose him, um, there have been like little doubts. Everyone's saying it's like a superficial, um, reason just because he looks like him doesn't mean that he can be him but at the same time just because he was a different character in high school musical doesn't mean he can't be a dark character this is what acting is about he's gonna have to try he's gonna either suck or not He'll suck. suck regardless or he's gonna and be i neutral. still don't care <laughs> i know you don't care but i'd like to state my point regardless you stubborn <laughs> bastard i am ronma after all i know i know so i don't know Good or bad, good or bad, 
I think I have no, I don't think it's either good or bad. Some people say it may help. Some people say it won't. A lot of the crazy Death Note fangirls are already saying it's going to suck, but they want Af- Zach Afrin to be Kira. What the hell? Can't please anybody. Good. I swear. So, regardless, what else do we have going on? Metal Gear Solid. Bum, bum, bum. Hideo Kojima is a Guinness World Record breaker. Well, good for him. I'm all for that. Great. So who's the guy? This is not a pity clap. This is an awesome clap. Do you remember the game? Oh, fuck. There's a game on a DS that I had. It's a (laughs) great game. It's a sequel to Boktai. Um, It uses the light and dark as as part of your elements to play the game. I forget the name of it. It was done by his studio. It was a great game for the DS. Probably not everyone knows of it. Wait, Lunar Nights. I believe that's the name of it. Lunar Nights. It's a great game. But Hideo Kojima is known for the Metal Gear Solid games on GameCube, PlayStation 2, Xbox, PlayStation Portable, and upcoming Metal Gear Solid 4, uh, Sun... No, whatever the title is. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 4, I forget what the subtitle is for, PlayStation 3, which is I believe is coming out next week. But um, says here that from London that Hideo Kojima, internationally acclaimed games designer, was in London this week to receive his Guinness World Record certificate as listed in the Guinness World Record Gamers Edition 2008. His achievements are for Metal Gear, the first video game to fully utilize stealth as part of the gameplay, and Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty, the biggest selling stealth game on PlayStation 2. Earlier adventure games that used adventure games style such as hiding and disguises, but Kojima's creation Metal Gear was the first game to concentrate solely on these elements, effectively creating the stealth game subgenre. Keith Pullen, editor of Guinness World Records Gamers Edition 08, was on hand to present the certificates and said, I would like to welcome Mr. Kojima to our family of gaming record breakers and we hope he breaks many more. For more spectacular gaming records, see the Guinness World Records Gamers Edition 08. The first Guinness World Records book devoted solely to the world of gaming is on shelves now and bursting with new records, high score statistics, and fascinating facts. I wonder, I wonder how many uh, facts and records on DDR is in there. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not dropping 20 bucks on it. Or 30. Why not? Doesn't really interest me. Guinness World Records is used to, but just isn't anymore. I don't know. But, um... I don't need it. I can look it up on the website if I can. And for those of you who are on the list of getting Metal Gear Solid 4, in case you haven't heard by now, Hideo Kojima will be in New York City. Wow, are we getting such great people? And he's going to be right up the street from the the Regal Square, Regal Cinema 14s, where the Bleach movie is going to be shown. Wow, isn't it Damn great right. to be in New York? New York is number one. Can't mess with us. But um, he's going to be at the Virgin Megastore, I believe, doing signing autographs. So if you get your copy of um, Metal Gear Solid and hightail it over there, you're good to go. <sighs> Once again, I do not have a game console. But hail we to need everybody to get you who does. A DS or a game. I want a Wii. And they're not coming back. They're still sold out, according to them. I think they're still like a... like. Well, basically, look. If you PayPal me the money, I'll have, probably will have a Wii for you by the end of the weekend. How are you gonna find it when they're like it's totally? Trust me, they're not right hard now. to find in New York City. Believe you me. That are pretty damn expensive. It's two forty nine. Sure. It's still yeah. two forty nine. I have to think about it after okay. the con. 
speaking of cons, I'm so excited mm-hmm. to go. I know I am. Do you know why I'm excited? Yes, yes, yes. And then tell all of you guys why I'm excited to go oh, to Indy next. Because Brad's whale is coming. Brad's I can just whale. remember him as I think as Moose going fist on a white swan and swinging a uh, <laughs> a duck potty at Ranma. Oh, speaking of anime next, we will be there covering the con. Yep, and you'll find me in a bunny suit, so don't worry. You'll definitely know who Kudo is. And come by the secret year. shop booth and oh. check me out. I'll be there working. And if you want to talk about the podcast, Chew the Fat, I'll be there. And we'll pro- and Kudo Usagi will probably be around interviewing a few cosplayers left and right. Um, our panel is still up in the air, so I don't know if it's going to happen or not. If it does, it does. If it doesn't, oh well, you know, it'll be good fun. And besides, we I probably would have been able to pull it. I would just just been able to pull it off, you know? But it's all good. It's all good. And not only that, um, Brian Drummond will oh, yeah. be in there, too. And if you guys don't know who they are, for those who watched the um, dub of Death Note, um, Brian Drummond is the voice of Ryuk, and um, Ratswale is the voice of Light Yagami. Um, if you look up his database, they both are actually veteran actors. They've been doing acting for a very long time. First time I've mm. ever heard them was in Gundam Wing. So, I fell in love with that series when I first watched it. But they've they've had a long history, of course. Mm. Ranma, his his Ranma is his yep, favorite Ranma one. one is half. Ranma half. So, no, it's Alexane one half. half. It's if you're going to say it, Alexane say it right. I no. like saying half. Fine, Ranma. Thank you. But it's not my fault because nobody I know reads it and never told me, except for this one girl, but she never actually told me how it was said. So you can't blame me for people well, that don't show know. me this because you're the only one I know that reads it. G.I. Joe. Oh. Oh. Oh, that I read. They're making a live action movie of G.I. Joe. Oh, uh, well, for those who didn't know, now you know. And knowing is only half the battle. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah Anybody's trying to go see that? Speaking of Rats, Whale, and Ron Mwanhaf, did you hear? Guess who's going to be at Otacon this year? They did update it, I but don't know. Did this they is probably it? old news for some, but for us, it's kind of new because it's been a while since we have did an episode. But Kape Yamaguchi will be at Otacon this year. Oh. The voice of Ron Sao Tome. Uh, I don't care. I will be the first one. are going to suck. Yep. Oh. And the voice of Inuyasha, and the voice of L. Are you and serious? The voice of Nin Nin from the Blue Girl, which is kind of funny. <laughs> wow, that oh, I did yeah, not know. Totally He's serious. also the voice of Usopp from One Piece. And I think he and does this a character that's in not the only hentai he's remember, done. He did the the. I don't know about many. I do know he did Can Can Bunny actually. <laughs> he was a crackpot in that. Well, the um. <laughs> The announcement of Kape Yamaguchi's um, as a guest on Otakon was actually announced on his birthday, which was the critical what date hit. Was that again? I don't remember. At the Otakon guest the guest contest. Oh wow! Oh, well, holy shit! Off. I think. Wow. I mean, his birthday is the day before <laughs> mine. <laughs> well, that bothers me because you know what? Everybody knew it was Kape Yamaguchi. Everybody, even I, wanted to guess Kape Yamaguchi, but my problem mm. was. It would have been a too much of an obvious answer. Hmm. So I didn't want to cho- choose it if that wasn't him. But they did say Otakon was going to be really big this year. And so far, they have not disappointed yeah. me. Uh, that, 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 that's huge. And don't forget, 
he's also done the Japanese dub of Bugs Bunny and Kyle from South Park. Oh yes, and um, I've seen Kyle's mom. I, you have to link me to that. I, 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 I want to hear that him. Funny. I just want to hear. He is so funny. <laughs> when he did the whole song, oh, I mean, I, he I, was I, on a roll. I don't know how he does it. I would like to see like a camera of him in the phone booth just singing. I'm, I'm sorry, in the after audio booth this, just I singing the song. I want to see him do that because that was wow. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. They we'll might see. have removed we'll it due to copyright infringement or something. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and what I fear the most. Is the crazy I don't fan know. lines I don't that care. I'm uh, going to try to be the first one in line. My roommate fanboy knows, waiting for his autograph. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to get my I'm one half art book, and I'm going to show up with that and ask him to sign it. Because I'm sitting there thinking, what should I have him to sign? What sh- I'm thinking, oh, I'll grab one of my VHS cover boxes and ask him to sign it. Sign it. Scat. I'm doing my no, pencil no, no, board no. routine I keep again. My, pencil my boards are so much be, easier. It's in pristine condition. I got it at Katsukon a few years ago. I think something had happened that weekend. I was just in a real pissy mood that Sunday. So I went into the dealer's room, found the art book. That pretty much made my day. Uh-huh. Oh, I had um, Steve Bloom sign my Samurai, Samurai Shampoo art book, too. Jealous so. of what? Um, the fact that he's a uh, voice actor whore? <laughs> Don't Jesus be jealous. Christ, is, it, is there a character he hasn't voiced? <laughs> oh. That's because he's mm. pretty damn good. What? He, he does Geico commercials, too. He does the voice <laughs> of the Gecko. Oh. So, I'm, I'm pretty sure he did. I'm pretty <laughs> No, just the announcer guy, and I think he's also done HBO because he because some of the announcers am, that were done, I, it sounds there. exactly like him. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I if he know did that he's too. done Toonami. And Toonami is Tom and Toonami. Of what? <laughs> Don't be jealous. Oh, please. <laughs> of his talent. <laughs> I still remember the rumor no, that Tony Danza was going to do a voice of Orochimaru. <laughs> that was way. hilarious. That was hilarious. Tony Danza? Bing, Who makes get that me Sasuke? Oh, God. Who believe it? Oh, wait. Hey, oh. Oh, God. <laughs> no, that's just amusing. <laughs> Don't feel bad. Oh, well. So, other than that, yeah, those are the big announcements. So, please mm-hmm. be sure to say hi because one day if I find you guys cosplaying, I won't find you. But, yeah. That seems to pretty much be, like, the after after <laughs> that whole announcement, I'm good. Like right, we have this whole article. weekend cannot get any better. When free tickets from T Mode to see Bleach the movie. It seems that T Mode and Viz Media joining forces to give away twelve tickets to the limited nationwide screening of Bleach the movie, Memoirs of Nobody. Through and what did I say, memoirs? Alright. Memories, Memories of Nobody. Okay. See? Through MCM Fathom's <laughs> yes. exclusive digital broadcast <laughs> network, this epic anime action hit. Since when was it epic? But anywho, we'll be in more than 300 select theaters across the country only on June 11th and 12th at 7.30 p.m. Uh, hold on for a second. Something just popped up. Let me get rid of that. Done. The event will also feature exclusive behind-the-scenes footage for the first time ever interview with celebrity Japanese director Noyuki Abe. Anyone who pre-registers for T-Mode by June 8th, 2008 will ex- be entered in a random drawing to win a free ticket to view the film. Um, the winning tickets are... Woody's Theaters, the AMC Hoffman 22 in Alexandria, Boston Commons 12 in Arlington, Tyson's Quarter 16 in McLean. 
Timo encourages fans to cosplay as their favorite Bleach character to support them the event, which promises to be an amazing anime experience. Bleach fans will also have the opportunity to meet Johnny Young Bosch at T-Mode Owe, who voices the English dub lead role Ichigo... Wait, 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 wait. Stop. Stop. What is Ichigo's last name? They what, have... what? What? They have down Ichigo, Ichigo Kurosaki. Even I know that. <laughs> I know. Shame. Just for that, shame. I'm not finished. I'm not reading. I'm not reading the rest of this. So much no. shame. No, How did you? And just so you know, one of our favorite anime cons <laughs> in the whole wide world, Zenkai Con, is also giving away tickets as well. Yeah, but I mean, what the hell? Why? I, why? Why? Why can't it be in New York? Why does it have to be in Virginia? Why does it have to be in Pennsylvania? Why does it have to be in California? Pet. I mean, pet. 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 I am calm. Right, right, right. But um, calm. I believe Anime Next is doing something. I got the press release, but I could not. But I think I deleted it by accident. But um, oh, New Jersey. They they already did it with the tickets. They already did it. That was for the Death Note movie when it came out hmm. in theaters. Here's something interesting that popped so. up. This was from a couple of weeks ago about Bandai. Yeah, Bandai Namco Holdings announced. That it will combine its two video oil content subsidiaries in America, Bondi Entertainment and Bondi Visual USA, on July 1st and liquidate Bondi Visual USA. The company announcement still lists Tatsunori Kono as the head of Bondi Visual USA, even though he moved back to Japan this month. As of the end of April, there are officially only two employees of Bondi Visual USA. The liquidation of Bondi Visual USA is expected to be completed by the end of September. Bondi Visual USA was established on January 5, 2005, with an emphasis on the collector's edition of Bondi Visual titles from Japan. It met with heavy resistance to its prices, which were similar to those in Japan, but far above those in the rest of the North American anime market. It has $4 million in capital, and as of last uh, December 31st, and of its last accounting period, uh, they had about almost $3 million in, $3 million in American dollars in total assets. During the accounting period, at the end of last December, um, it sold about $1.151 million worth of goods, but lost about a half a mil before tax, a little bit over half a mil. From what I can see, because now since you have, like, you have, Bondi and you got Namco. It's probably like you have so many subsidiaries, you know. It's just probably just liquidating all of the Visual USA stuff, and they're probably going to, um, yeah, like I said, they're going to merge it together, and they're probably going to merge the Namco side into it as well, unless they're going to leave it as is. So Namco will handle all the games, and Bondi will handle all the anime titles. But Bondi does hold some rights to some anime titles, so I don't know if they're going to put that under Namco Bondi or or just under whatever. Yeah. It's not, I don't think that's a bad thing. It's a good thing. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you mean with the Bandai Visual USA, right? Yeah, I don't see that as too much of a bad thing either. But mm-hmm. if it if it does really help, yeah, from what I'm reading you know, from the mailing list from way back when, it pretty much makes sense. Feet. Why have a separate dedicated wing for their titles when, for like their premium stuff, when like their main arm could do both? Yeah, they probably didn't know. So true. They probably tried mm-hmm. it, and I don't know. Maybe they Save thought it was a little bit. Yeah. A money type thing. So mm-hmm. whatever, as long as everything works out and we get our stuff, and the companies are happy, 
We'll all be one freaking anime family. That's all. That's all I want. Because mm. if the company is not happy and we get crap, then we're not happy. All right. Let's so. see. Do we have anything else left here? Let's close this out. Yeah, I believe that's basically it. We covered pretty much all the news we had to cover. Yeah, we did. And you know what? I was oh, trying to well. look for that song. I'll find you, it later. It but, like um, I'm still on a couple of tracks and kind of wrap things up, you know.
was a short show tonight, but yeah, sometimes short stuff is pretty good. I mean, I listen to a couple of podcasts. Like, I listen to Orange Lounge Radio. I listen to, like, the live show at, for, at 9 o'clock. And I sit there and listen for the three, three and a half hours that it goes. And I, and I enjoy it. And it takes me about two days to listen to the podcast. Like, half of it going to work and the other half coming back. And then I listen to uh, Cheap Ass Gamer. And that podcast is like a little bit over 90 minutes. That takes me like a day to listen up to. I mean, I enjoy listening to podcasts, but sometimes it can just be a little bit too long. Because I like to listen to a podcast, to listen to music, then podcasts. Which reminds me, now that I have an Xbox 360, I might, end, I might subscribe to the Major Nelson podcast and see what's going on with that. If it's good, I'll listen to it. If I don't think it's all that, I probably will just stop listening to it. Mm-hmm. Kind of think about it. It's like the new thing is definitely Understood. listening to podcasts and stuff like that. It's like, you know, when you go to work in the morning, you listen to like the mor- to the morning show. Something like that, which is pretty cool. Right. You all right there, Kudo? <sighs> My allergies. Uh, I, I really might have to consider um, selling my poor little Momo because my allergies have been really acting up. I'm so sorry Kudo is getting very sick, but you know what? She will be happy and better when she figures out what the freak is going on because I wasn't like this when I first had her. So mm-hmm. anybody who knows anything about allergies, please let us know. And she did something kind of weird today. She's no longer using her dome like as a house. She's using it as her bed. She literally turns the hmm. whole thing upside down and sleeps in it. So she's sleeping in All it right, right so now. Uh, I don't know if she's comfortable. That's a good thing. She, at uh, least did she's you email dead. it or I am it? And I found you the video. So All right, I, I see it. I'll watch it afterwards because I want to listen to it on the speakers. Yeah, I, I am it to you. But um, let, shall I play a couple of tracks? All right, we'll be back. Uh, sure will, sure will. Thank you. Now let's have lots of beautiful things Because I'm scared to love 
right? Like I said, short yeah. show is short, <laughs> but um, yeah. We're definitely going to have to link you guys to um the South Park song, Kyle's Mom is a Big Fat Bitch in Japanese. Yeah, that, that was funny. Yeah. For those who have not seen it, because apparently Rama S really has no I'm going to hurt you, you know that. It's been like there practically forever. But, um, yeah, um... I love you too! Check us out on uh, Podcast Alley, Yahoo Podcast, and iTunes. Just look up Anime Jam Sessions, you'll find us there. Also, check out my YouTube page at youtube.com slash S. And I know the uh, picture galleries are down. They should be up in the next couple of days. There's brand new software in the works. It's up. I just gotta start uploading the files. Um... I think I'm covering it. Is that it? Or is there another website I have to talk about? What do you mean? Uh, or someone, the forums got, what about uh, what server happened got hacked with a bunch of bots, which is why everything got erased. Just so you know, um, all the episodes are back up on the podcast feed, except for episode 10. I will be uploading that uh, tonight. Uh, tonight, tomorrow. It was the server site. It was hacked with bots. It wasn't my wasn't site, but it was the main uh, pocket box site that got hit it. And everything under it got uh, infected. Uh, yeah. Mm. It's a good host, but it was wow. being told. It took. They I tried to restore it, but that restore didn't do, so they had to um, format everything. They had to, you know, dump it. So I'm like, that's fine. Not on us, but. Speaking of next time, shall we see you guys next time? Yeah. Yes, Makane. Until then, you guys. Anime Jam Session is a joint production of DJ Rama S, Kuro Usagi, and me, Sailor Flair. No fanboys or fangirls were harmed in this episode. Check us out at djronmas.net and disingenuousradio.com.